Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat not, financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on all today on all about affordable NFTs, we're talking about digital land scarcity. So in the land of abundance or the land of and seeming to dictate what price something should go at. And we'll be teasing out some of the, the different models out there, open metaverses versus what, you know, large and small projects, Yuga Labs, Sandbox, and the like are, are up to. But first, Andrew, what are you seeing in? Yeah, what are we seeing out here? All right, we've got some headlines here. Well, we've got uh, this article that I think was worth pointing out here by Kobe A. Influencer, he's been around the space for a long time, but uh, he said that he had recently been someone uh, on the ape, the ape council, the uh, the DAO responsible for actually issuing the ape coin uh, to get their opinions on some governance staking of the coin, parking it somewhere, and earn more by parking it there. So he this opinion that basically the this isn't what staking was initially staking was uh, meant to add more security to a network by having someone the that that in this case would be ape along with maybe ethereum so by parking it there you you're showing more belief in the coin and that there's more value locked up for that which allows them to build with more confidence so now we've got a lot of that's what's kind of being proposed with this ape coin and it's not certainly not looked upon all that well by by Kobe in this article, as he's saying, there's it doesn't add anything to it. What they should be doing with this is building, building more that can be maybe build a marketplace for the for the Yuka Labs um, NFTs. You know, they as he pointed out, they spent are there were over sixty million spent in fees of the last year on on OpenSea alone. So there's a lot of potential to build that could could bring more people to the ape coin, I don't know, in a more natural way than maybe just giving them uh, more tokens to, to lock up. So it's an interesting, definitely interesting uh, article. I think it's worth reading through, it gives you some uh, ideas of how the, the history of staking and how it's to end. You know, I think this, this ape coin, ape coin has potential to, we've seen it has potential to have some big uh, influence on the NFT market. Certainly when it was dropped, it had a lot of influence or had a lot of influence, brought a lot of uh, liquidity to the market. And I think it's going, you know, they're trying to make this the coin for the, uh, the, the big land sale, which we're going to be talking about today. So I, you know, I think it's important to keep, keep tabs on what's going on in with the ape. Well, it's incredibly smart because they easily could have just made the land sale in ETH and collected ETH, but instead what they're doing is forcing people to buy, right? Buy the coin, drive up, frankly. Pricing it in ETH. I mean, pricing it in ETH. Well. <laughs> yeah, pricing it. Big move, right? It's not priced in ETH. And the pay in ETH, it's like, no, no. An ETH, which is going to drive 
more people to have to, again, transfer that much, right? Three ETH worth into ApeCoin. And by the way, driving up the price of the damn thing. So you need to get more ApeCoin. Like, you know, there's, I'll tell you what, there's a few people over with a few brain cells and they're doing some smart things. If you're like looking at it from a, an economic perspective. And, you know, I think it's important to have that narrative of like, you know, you're misusing DeFi and you're going to break things like, okay. I mean, it's, you know, it's got a function and it's being extended. And so it's kind of interesting to watch people that are like older in the sector be like, oh, you're, you're doing it wrong. That's not how you're supposed to use DeFi. I kind of see a little bit of that hand wringing. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I didn't see that as much. I, I think there is a, there's a lot to be said to, you know, rather than just emitting people that lock up a token, you know, say they're not going to sell the token. And there's, you know, he values that. Oh, I believe he had it at $7 billion or so that that $7 billion could be, could be deployed in many ways to bring people to the ecosystem rather than, um, just emitting more, which is also diluting anyone that doesn't do that. You know, so there's a lot of, a lot of mechanics that go into it. You know, we're, I don't know, we, we've seen you could be quite successful with the way they've rolled it out. You know, we'll roll it far. So. Well, I should say this isn't technically Yuga, you know, it is heavily oh, yeah, influenced right. by the Yuga team. So, uh, you know, that's, that's a question that he, you know, brings up as well is, you know, the fact that there is, there's some lockup on the tokens by the investors and team, but it's And there's an unknown lockup is just like discloses like, and an unknown has got lockup. And it's very important if you're playing this game to understand when those clips are. Right. So there's not, not all of this is locked up. There's some already, a, a, already available for those invest early investors and the team to sell. They unlock more at about six months. And that's, that's it because at the same time, they're incentivizing everybody else to hold. So it'll, you know, just be wary of, of what's being said and what's being done. I'm sure there will be other reports and I'm not saying that they are definitely going to sell and dump. It's just that they do have that opportunity and there's a lot done to uh, to incentivize others to not do the same yeah i'm not going so anyway (laughs) anyway next one moving on we've got this ponderware ponderware the developers of mooncats we've talked about them in the past they have announced that they may be selling off the ip to cats interesting story here well i was excited because I feel like it was the last week where I put you on the spot. I was like, would you buy more Mooncats or would you buy like this other thing? And you're like, oh, I guess I'd buy more Mooncats with this. Right. But like these older projects that frankly have, have the sort of the history behind them and they have a team and they're people that hold them. Like, I think the project has really kind of, I'll just be honest, underperformed for where I think it could and should be because, you know, maybe these, these folks are developers and they're not marketers. Clearly. There's a strong element of marketing community that must be developed. But anyway, the, uh, the net effect of that is that there's been, I think, you know, it's starting to come back down again from, from what I see in activity, but it was down below 0.32 goes below 0.3. And I feel like they knew it and they just <laughs> ran up and I was like, all right. Yeah, they did have a good little run here. So we'll see, you know, we'll see if any buyers emerge. Um, definitely curious to make a little bit more of this project. It seems like one that is talked about by, I don't know, by everyone at some point and definitely has underperformed. It's, it's, it'd be exciting to see somebody else get an opportunity to do something more with this. It's definitely not, 
marketing is not the, the strong suit of the team behind this right now. So much like the Larva Lab, I think they're goal uh, developing and not as into the marketing aspect of things. <laughs> Dude, I feel like Moonbirds could just like buy this with one day's worth of trading volume. Moon cats aren't good for moon birds. I can't imagine. You get your owls. It's very much a similar graphic style. I got to say, it wouldn't be that it's big. It's true. A it's true. They got the moon. Graphic stretch. The, the moon verse. What else do we have here? Oh, yes. I saw this one, George. We've got a good poll on NFT data storage. Yeah, I know. This is kind of uh, a bit more of a wonky one, but this, it's important to understand like how they're sort of mapping it out and where things are living. And basically, it's sort of showing us where things are being stored. Over time, if your file is stored on a server on an Amazon, you know, cloud infrastructure and somebody stops paying the bill, your NFT is gone. The image is sure You still own the code that's on the chain, but the image, right, where it points to, poof, gone. So that you know, in the past is where IPFS, the Internet Protocol File Storage, I think, is in play of putting the actual assets on chain when you hear assets. And this is just kind of breaking down kind of where things live. And it, it's, I don't know, it's a good technical prime and understanding because not this much money on a JPEG. You might want to make sure the server bills are paid. Yeah, I did uh, mention that a lot of Ethereum projects make use of IPFS, but also make use of, really make use of pinning service to get share, easily get the um, URL to the IPFS. So that pinata is somewhat at a point in that it's um, a single company providing those links. So if something did happen to their servers or to the company there, those links would break. It's best if link and or a alternative link projects using that. Arweave is also mentioned. And I was surprised to see that Arweave mm -hmm. is actually the preferred method for projects on Solana. That's surprising because it is more secure from my my vantage point anyway. Um, so it's, uh, it's good. And uh, there are some theory projects using it. I think we'll start to see more attention being paid to where uh, these things are, are actually held, at least in a friend perspective when people are uh, looking at these projects, you know, we haven't fully experienced, you know, a long, I've seen a lot of these projects be around for a long run yet. Many of, most of them are under a year old, so it's still going to be a developing story, what happens as uh, people lose interest in or move on to some of the, on some of these projects and the bills go on. New project, who dis? The breakdown is interesting. Yeah, Arweave is definitely now kind of on my radar as a result of this, but for NFT metadata storage, for the top 100 Ethereum collections, they have this interesting pie. Roughly call it 50% are on IPFS, 40% are central, meaning that sort of, you know, got to pay the server bill. And then percent on chain and three percent R weave and the R weave is like um, basically you pay it one time and they so that's like all right that's four generations anyway yeah a couple but uh, well, what <laughs> happens after two like relax fella not your problem right like those are dead people problems Ethereum NFT media so media is slightly different a lot more people it looks like sixty percent rely on IPFS and those top hundred collections for media storage. 27% centralized and Arweave has 4% on chain, 9%. It's interesting. But, uh, you know, where, where are your wallets kept? And then they do the breakdown by, as you mentioned, Solana and Polygon. So this is, 
I love this article, actually. I love articles like this. Uh, I wish they actually looked at more than the top 100, but interesting data. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's see. We do not, we don't have an affordable project for, for you this week. Let's see. Do we? I, I was checking out one, I'll be honest, and I ruled it out because the community had died a bit and it was affordable, but it just makes sense. I ruled it out also because I felt like it was a DAO that had a target to acquire uh, a noun and they didn't achieve their goal. And it seems like when you don't achieve that goal, like it's like the it's a rallying point and it'd be great. And it's really wonderful. Let's go get the constitution. Let's go buy this like super expensive thing and make it our mascot. But like the problem is it's a very all or nothing type of vision and mission. And so that like, it's less so like, oh, aim for the moon, land on the stars. It's like, no, no, no. It's like you aim for the moon or you land on earth cratering down because the community said, oh, we can't do that. It's, you know, it's kind of just an interesting takeaway, but yeah. No affordable project. Quick note on past projects though, is peacefall battles have begun. Peacefall.xyz. These are these hilarious double dragon style graphic uh, little fighters. You get three battles and it's really a fun game dynamic just to play it out. If you, if you haven't been in there and you basically choose your attack style, um, you have uh, like a couple of days to choose it and you're patched up against. And it's like this game theory, use the, you know, water to be fire, or do you think that they're going to choose something water? So therefore you should go with lumber. So um, there's a whole funny back and forth game dynamic going on. Floor price on Peace Falls about 0.15 right now, I guess. So fun stuff, interesting game dynamics. I'm all about the games. All right, digital land and scarcity, Yuga Labs. Yuga Labs, oh, other man. side. No scarcity, no scarcity. <laughs> well, I, I shouldn't say that. Scarcity. I mean, Yuga I shouldn't say that there's no scarcity. scarcity. 200,000 plots is the plan, or at least the rumors. And this is, I believe it was originally from the pitch deck that leaked back before the other side video well, leaked and was um, officially released thereafter. But anyway, the up or the, the Recently leaked information was that it would be priced ape and mentioned that it's starting at six or 600 ape, which is $9,000. So hundred thousand plots then, and then another hundred thousand plots coming in the summer is the rumor. 200,000 plots is enormous. That's, that's a lot bigger than I, I mean, when I was looking at it, a hundred thousand, I realized that there was another hundred thousand coming. I was already thinking that hundred thousand was, was a really aggressive number. They have a whitelist that includes many of the top NFT collection. And I don't know that that is necessarily enough to get people to, to go and thousand worth of these, especially at a three ETH price. You know, we did see Moonbirds do crazy numbers, you know, but that was a 10,000 piece collection minted at two and a half. And yes, the price has run up, but there, the scarcity part is helpful there. I, don't it's, I think it's going to be a lot harder to see, to see a hundred thousand sell out and for that price to hold anywhere close price. Now I could be wrong. The, my, it, my hesitation is it just that there, that first part is, is so big. Once people, once they have that, they know that there's still another hundred percent inventory coming. And I just, uh, I don't know, it, it, that's going to take a lot more people coming into the space or, or into, especially into the, the Yuga universe. And there's, you know, most people have had a good opportunity. I think there's a lot of people that have an attitude like, like you've had that they've missed that train. 
looking for the next thing, not necessarily looking to just get in at this late stage, you know, and try to hope that in the, this bull run for Yuga. Yeah. The metaverse hype and game certainly kicked off, right? It kicked off in the fall of 2021. Facebook famously renaming itself meta, you know, in the sort of peak of all peaks, the things that seem to be keeping the value when you're getting into digital real estate is scarcity. And as soon as you have, you know, just this absurdly high volumes, especially out of the gate that, you know, the risk is oversaturating the market. And the problem is like when one part of the market goes, it all does because of the way floors work. I believe they'll provide utility, but that is a very, very high starting point. And maybe, maybe the bellwether that like, okay, our idea of like owning property in the metaverse is like antiquated and frankly anachronistic simply because like, oh, I understand how property works. I have address for three, whatever in this spot, you know, the idea of the metaverse, Mr. Rogers neighborhood of places I can own mistaken ultimately. And it may be that, you know, you don't own the land, but you're just like your character, you're on your network. We, we just, I think we have a, like a weird fixed mind asset just to go like a little high level. I own this little plot and it's like valuable and I like, I'll do whatever you want, but like in, in earnest, like I don't go on a different type of parallel. You know, I don't go onto Instagram to look at my own profile and my own little plot of digital. I look at other people's. I go there to see what other people are doing. I want to walk around digitally speaking and see other stuff. And I'm less so about this like own owned piece of land. And I see other, I see other projects beginning to take that tack. So I'm wondering if this game dynamic is spent or is it still old water? It probably still holds water, but I'd be shocked if that 200,000 goes for uh, three each. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'd be looking at a nearly a $2 billion raise. It'd be about, so that would be, I mean, it would be unprecedented, obviously. I just, I don't think that there's enough liquidity in the NFT market or, or that much sitting there ready to come in that, that you could do that, you know, and granted that's over, you know, that's, that's over. So, you know, the idea I guess, be that one would go so well that it would, you know, spur more interest in the site. You know, that being said, I don't know, I'm, I'm you know, I've seen how as a crypto voxels holder, I've seen, you know, what has happened when. <laughs> Land and it hasn't been good. You know, that has been largely, you know, I think that's been a effect to crypto voxels overall. It had a pretty, pretty good name for itself. And I feel like has largely been surpassed by other digital lands, you know, and I think we're seeing that, you know, maybe there isn't, you know, maybe there isn't as much value to those and maybe that's okay. You know, we've seen another model launch recently, this open metaverse project OM by Punks 6529, pretty influential NFT Twitter person who has launched this. I've been working on it. It's pretty impressive. You can actually go in there. There's all sorts of buildings. There's a museum in there, the 6529 Museum, that is uh, full of generative art mostly. Or I think there's a generative art museum and it's got another museum as well. Uh, but it's a very different model. Anyone at this point can fill out a form um, to claim. Um, I, I don't know, it's necessarily to claim, but you basically can say that you want either a building, a district, different sizes. So depending on the size of your organization, you can go in and just say what you want to do with the land. They are taking this as very not scarce and giving this land away. So 
you know, I think it's, it's, it's in that they're not going with a scarce model and it doesn't seem that Yuga has much scarcity either. Then yet one is, one is looking to charge, one's looking at, at the prices for a two, for $2 billion in sales. And one is looking for people that are most interested in building things and can see and use. Interesting to your point of, you know, what do you want out of this? And, you know, I think when you've got an incentive, when you can build for free, you've got a lot more incentive to really, you better make it compelling for me to come in there, right? There's not this, this perceived value that, um, it's just sitting there. Like, look at my, look at my 60th, um, plot that I am probably not doing much with because I have 60th to to move around and, and put into these plots and probably own a few of them. You know, I think it's a very different mentality. So, you know, I know that it, that one is necessarily right. And Yuga has definitely been aggressive about, about pricing things recently. And they built that up by, by giving things away, but, and looks like they are trying to cash in on that now. Trying to extract the maximum value possible. They're really trying to extend the maximum value possible. And, you know, I, I don't know that what tells you in your life cycle. Another one to point out is the sandbox. And, you know, the sandbox, we, we actually had it as a, as a project. I will say we called it. That was like a, you know, one that we actually did pretty well by, you know, the price, you know, frankly, it ran up. It was up there at like five ETH, but currently it sits at a floor of one point and it has been steadily dropping month after month after month. You know, you could get it out, but ultimately, like, it, it comes back to, it's a map made up of 166,464 and growing. The end growing part is sort of the inevitable point here, right? Here's, you're looking at something that, like, literally you have celebrities involved with built uh, assets and dog, I mean, is, is in there. How much more, how much more do you need to know? Truth is, if you just keep printing the money machine, ironically, the thing that, you know, all crypto is anti, <laughs> if you keep the money machine, the land machine printing, people will figure out the value. Well, inevitably, I won't say quickly, inevitably. So I don't know. I, I think we, we've thrown enough questions at building this way. I'm, I don't know. I, I think I would feel different if the making it so that like you could What's accessible though at 200,000 bots? I mean, if they did a third, if they, if it was one, I mean, I don't know. It'd have to be, I mean, we'd be still talking. It's too much. I don't know. I mean, maybe there is a, you know, said there's almost 200,000. I was surprised to hear what you just said. There's almost 200,000. Uh, yeah, 166, so 166. They're only, I don't understand how there are 9,000 listed on OpenSea. I think it's still in like, they're talking about where they're going to end up and where they are now i think in that cycle so maybe it's the cap and then conversely well, that, nft worlds have held because it is capped 10K. fixed at ten thousand. however i have not seen true utility come from nft worlds or the ability to cross and walk around worlds inside of there but that's actually that well, those one that climbed up and it's kind of held a little bit it's come down off of its hop so it might be starting its sort of slow decline yeah, we'll see. if they I can't have, deliver. I've seen some, some integrations with on how much people are actually using these. I mean, we're seeing all over the place that the, the, the peak of many of these NFTs seems to be the, 
the lead up to these announcements, the, the news and the announcements of the, the actual product and, and the ad seems to not, um, for the price of these projects, it seems like people are much more excited ahead of the release than they are when things actually come to fruition. So it's interesting. I think that'll change at some point, or at least I does because I want to be excited. I want to be excited about what is actually here as opposed to just hoping that the next thing is even better. Yeah. Just I still hope that things are even better, but I think, you know what I mean? I don't think that we, it's sustainable to just look at everything. Like it's going to be great. And then once it gets here, be everything. I think there are great things and some of these projects are delivering and we can't just look at this as like, well, that's it. Yeah. I mean, hype. The expectation meeting reality can, can be a, a tough one. One more I want to just throw in Park, which I think is a different play at Metaverse Interaction. Actually, their drop was, was live in this past week. So people that were in there and we talked about it, got their you know free drop, no mint fee into their wallets the other week. And it's more about curating ecosystem that is open, but it's the asset of the the character that is imbued with that type of value, which is which is interesting and it sort of, is it metaverse land or metaverse identity? That is where you, you store your value. And so that's just like a difference. So we're going to see a lot, I think a lot more exploration of what's possible. That metaverse term, I think is now evolving somewhat. I think a lot of people are coming to the idea that it's not necessarily this, these digital lands and is going much more of uh, kind of the ecosystem that evolves in between NFTs and these digital lands and, and crypto. So. You know, there's a, there's a few different ways is it, it's going to be, you know, that people are, or these companies to do it. I am very wary of projects that have huge caps on the project, regardless of how projects are launching. I think it's, I think it's a lot healthier for the project to launch with a smaller number of demand. Yes, and correct. And don't yeah. look like a giant cash grab. I mean, honestly, even if they kept it to only 40 and you know, that ecosystem holders wouldn't bother me as a non-holder. I think that would do more for the value. I don't know that thing people from holders of, of, you know, of crypto cats really, is, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're diverse, but I don't know that it really does matter. They still have other ways to get into it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, there's different, different, different tactics and it's certainly evolving. Take a look at the human park floor though it's at 0.049 um on polygon so gasless and they're they're backed by the, the studios that did a uh, zed run so it's kind of interesting i will say because this is the gen one that they put out there and so yes there will be others but these are officially gen ones that are that are floating around out there all right any anything else to add no i think that's it george all right Great topic. See you out there. Good luck. And it's certainly evolving. Take a look at the human park floor, though. It's at 0.049 um, on Polygon, so gasless. And they're they're backed by the, the studios that did a Zed run. So it's kind of interesting, I will say, because this is the Gen 1 that they put out there. And so, yes, there will be others, but these are officially gen ones that are that are floating around out there all right any anything else to add no i think that's it george all right great topic see you out there good luck
This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.